Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. One of the absolute legends of our game, Jonathan Thurston joins us. G'day, JT. How's everything going, mate? Yeah, really well, thanks, mate. It's obviously been a tough start to the campaign, but um, yeah, that's all behind us now. So um, you can hear the boys chahooing and carrying on in the background. So <laughs> team morale is high, and uh, we trained really well yesterday and got the, the captain's run tomorrow. So um, yeah, the boys are good. You've been involved in many, many camps um, quite successfully. Not always, but very, very successfully and, and varying in different camps. Is this the strangest state of origin preparation uh, for three games that you've you've known yeah definitely without a doubt uh, i've never seen anything like it in, in my time um you know we we carried a, a few boys in game one that hadn't played for five or six weeks and then game two uh we picked uh you know blokes up with fit to play and, and ready to roll and um, you know, our fullback goes down and the captain's run with a hamstring uh, strain and mm. um, then the eligibility. Um, and then, yeah, now everything that's happened in game three. So, um, yeah, no doubt it's been uh, unlike any other that I've been a part of. Now, Jono, we, we've asked some of the some of the guests also send in some text messages. And Daryl from Coffs Harbour said, going into game three in 2014, Queensland were 2-0 down. Going into the third game, you never experienced this much in your origin career yourself. You were behind 2-0. Can you recall how different that was playing in the game just to try and save a 3-0 whitewash? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I remember um, you know having a conversation with Lockie. Uh, during that eight-year run, I think we had maybe three uh, series where we were 2-0 up. Um, 9 uh, we lost the third game. Um, but he said to me, you know, if you want to be remembered at Origin, um, it's, it's the whitewashers. They get it in 2010. We learned from our mistakes and, and had a whitewash. So, um, yeah, um, when we were behind 2-0, uh, we lost the series in 14. And, um, you know, that always stuck with me. Um, mm. So we end up winning game three uh, convincingly. But, um, you know, that's what the boys are here to do, uh, to, you know, Wednesday night is to spoil the party. Yeah. Now, after the, the Jai Arrow uh, fiasco, um, how how important was it straight away, immediately, uh, to get everyone thinking about the game again? How hard was that? Yeah, it was extremely hard. Um, you know, he'd made a, a poor choice, a uh, poor decision, and uh, put, you know, the NRL at, at stake. Um, you know, and he's paid a heavy price uh, for his actions. Um, so, um, you know, the, the boys uh, are worried about his uh, welfare now, his mental welfare, um, you know, because it was front and back page. It was everywhere. So, um yeah, it was tough, but um, you know I've got to uh, give the boys a, a wrap. Uh, they, you know, trained really well. We obviously were in isolation uh, for I don't know, 
18 hours maybe. Um, we had to stay in our rooms, uh, order room service for breakfast and, and lunch until uh, we got our tests back and then uh, we got the all clear to train and, um, you know, like I said, it was a massive wrap to the playing group. They've been very professional. Uh, they've turned out and, and they've trained really well in the two sessions since. Mm, it's great to read this afternoon that, that um, there's no other players are involved in that that breach because there's been all sorts of rumours flying around. As you'd expect, it's been, a, apart from that, a pretty quiet um, build-up. Now, you've been quite vocal about um, people saying that there's not a great culture within the Queensland camp. It sounds like it's, it's upset you a bit, JT. Oh, it certainly has. Um, you know, I've been very lucky to play a lot of games, um, but, you know, to be a part of this, this family and, um, you know, the greats of our game have, have worn the Maroons jersey and, you know, they're the ones that have, um, you know, that have built uh, this culture over the last 40 years, you know. Culture isn't built on two games. So, you know, it was uh, it really got underneath my skin because they were questioning the character um, of the players that have come before us. And, you know, that's where you learn uh, your, your trade pretty much. And, and you know, the, 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 the set of standards and the behaviours, uh, you know, of, of the captains and the leaders of, your, of those teams over the past, they're the one that, you know, builds build the, the culture of the, mm. of the Maroons jersey. And, you know, that gets passed on to the next generation and the next generation. And, you know, that's what you learn when you come into all these camps. So, yeah, it really got underneath my skin that, um, you know, they were questioning the culture of the of the Maroons, given, um, you know, this culture's been built on 40 years of, of mateship and, um, you know, it's, yeah, so I was quite vocal, um, you know, because they were obviously questioning uh, the character of the players before us that have worn this jersey, you know, from, um, you know, We've had, like I mentioned, we had 10 players that have played over 30 games. We've had 30 players that have played over 20 games. And we've got, a, you know, the, the, the probably the greatest in, in Smithy um, playing over 40 games, you know. We've had 15 captains uh, over that 40 years. You know, these blokes are the ones that have paved the way for uh, these boys to come through. So, you know, culture isn't built on two games. So that's why it really got underneath my skin because they were having a crack at our family. And, um, yeah, that uh, really irritated me. Mm, yeah, well said. Um, no doubt at all you're up against a very, very good New South Wales side. And, and, and fans looking at it from the outside, think, well, they're unbeatable. Uh, is it? Is it... How hard is it for you to convince the players that, uh, and I know there's been an injection of um, a bit of speed uh, and talent for this game, but is it hard at all to convince the players that, um, you know, they can they can do this job on Wednesday night? Uh, no, not at all. Um, you know, uh, when I got back in the camp, I, you know, cut all the vision from uh, game two and, and showed them how many opportunities uh, they let slide. Um, you know, Origins all about moments. Uh, When you get your moment, uh, you need to stand up and capitalise on that moment. And that's what Origin's all about. And, you know, we had six sets of six tacking their line where we had, you know, two, sometimes three opportunities in that set of six to score a try. And when I was showing the boys uh, this vision, um, you could see them shaking their heads, just going, you know, that's... 
that's a try each set of six, then you know it's a whole different ball game in game mm. two. But you know you got to give credit to the Blues; they defended extremely well, and you know, um, yeah. But uh, it doesn't take much convincing uh, once you know we showed the vision of uh, how many opportunities uh, the boys had created. You enjoying the coaching, Jono? Yeah. I- I'm getting a little bit um, used to doing all the video work. As a player, you know, you watch your own video. But, um, yeah, as a as an assistant coach, you've got to cut up, uh, you know, the, the team's uh, video and um, the edge video and, 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 and the packs. And, you know, you've got to, I suppose, break it down to them in, in, in layman's terms so that they understand that, you know, when they engage this defender, um, this is what happens on the next play. You know, when you're coming out six defenders on the long side, you know, that's when you need to... Yeah, so it's all about just making the, the spine aware that um, when they've got the ball in their hands, um, making sure that they've got their eyes down the field and they know who the full man is and how to break them down uh, through that because you want to be coming at six defenders, not seven. And, um, you know, we had a lot of those opportunities in game two. You know it's all on computer now. It's not VHS, hey? <laughs> no, I know. Well, when I first started, uh, I was down at the Bulldogs, it was on VHS. But, uh, yes, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot quicker now. You don't have to rewind and, and pause. and uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, actually. And, you know, you're working with the best players, too. So, you know, their football IQ is quite high. And it's mm. just about, you know, making sure that they recognise uh, these opportunities. Now, uh, Mickey G from Woodbury, he's texting JT and said, Can, a question for JT, how did you think Kalen Ponga's development has been since going down to the Knights? And is he at your expectation, of course, playing on Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, Queensland's number one fullback and we haven't had him the, the first two games. Um, so, you know, due to that groin, but he's at 100% now and I've been really impressed with the way that he's um, trained this week. And, you know, our, our spine has... Um, you know, been pretty poor uh, in the first two games. So, um, you know, our leaders need to stand up uh, in game three and, um, you know, Kalen's a part of that. So, um, yeah, hopefully expecting a big game from him. And, of course, we've missed Harry Grant, haven't we? And Bungie from Tamworth um, says, it's, uh, yeah, how much yeah. of a loss has he been? Yeah, it's been a massive, he's a massive loss. You know, both are probably our, our best two hookers in the, in the competition are on the sidelines. I think Reed Marnie's played uh, playing this week or he might have played on the weekend. So, uh, But Harry Grant's been on the sidelines uh, as well. So, you know, and we had Kalen on the sideline and, you know, AJ uh, not play game two as well. So, you know, Val had to play fullback. So, yeah, you know, it's been... Um, Disruptive uh, the first couple of camps uh, with you know players being on the sideline, our best players being on the sideline. But um, you know, with that, you know that gives someone else an opportunity to put on that maroon jersey and become a part of the family. Well, it's going to be huge on Wednesday night, JT. We're going to get to a break, uh, of course, at Rabino on the Gold Coast. So uh, all the best for the uh, the next couple of days in camp, mate. And uh, yeah, we hope it's a great game on Wednesday night. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me, fellas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.